1: God bless you. My name is Raphael Agadama and I am nothing without the Holy Spirit. And on fire for today, I will be teaching on the topic Shofar. Shofar, let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for everyone who is listening to me right now. I thank you because that same power that raised Jesus from the dead is at work right now. That everything that is dead in your life, everything that is dead in your ministry, in your family in your career in your business in any area of your life in the name of jesus let it come alive now by the quickening power of the holy spirit let life surge into your heart surge into your home surge into your body let it rush into every aspect of your life in the name of jesus thank you father in jesus mighty name amen far. <laughs> I need to get ready because something good is about to happen to you. And you know, when I say shofar, you know, all those uh, the people who are in love with mysteries and with lights and with sound will be like, hmm, Rama." But it's an acronym. It's an acronym that I titled for effective discipleship. So I'll explain to you. It means. To start as a hospital, move to a family, and become an army. So follow me. I trust God to give you insights, to grant you light, and that your life will not remain the same. Many times, we see people from time to time, they go to church. They call the man of God. Oh, I'm going through this and I'm going through that and there's some issues that I'm battling with. And, you know, the man of God steps in there and that issue gets solved. But we've seen time and time again how these persons would only come back again when there's another problem. And then sitting down to look critically at this issue, it is the issue of not understanding... The need for discipleship. The need for what? For discipleship. What is the meaning of discipleship? Discipleship literally means, okay, from the from the Greek word, it means matetes. Now, this means one who engages in learning through instruction from another, one who is a pupil, who is an apprentice. Now, when Jesus came, we saw Jesus making disciples, these were people who were ready to learn, who were with him all through the way and you discover that sometimes Jesus will do miracles and he said these guys, I know these ones that are here, they are here because of the loaves that they ate yesterday and there are certain things Jesus would not reveal or say in public, when he gets inside, he would then even buttress and go deeper into certain things that he has said in the open that he just said in a shallow way. Why? Because discipleship brings you, gives you proximity, gives you access, gives you covering, and plugs you into covenant. So, you see, what people do when they, you know, I, I've seen this over and over again, I've seen people who come to me. Man of God, please pray. And the next time they will come to me again is another six months later when there is trouble. But you know, this person can be empowered. This person can be on fire. This person can, by reason of discipleship, get to know everything or at least some of the secrets that has helped me to be able to produce that result that makes this person call every three, four, five, six months. It is discipleship. But i see people who want to treat men of god as doctors you know like they're drug dealers every time they're in need they come for another fix they come for another fix and you know that faithfulness is a fruit of the spirit so your inability to stay to learn if you see if you truly know that this man has results this ministry has results this person who is talking to me has results then You need to stay to learn. So that in the day when that person will not be accessible or not be around, you don't idolize in quotes. Rather, you become an offspring of the graces that these great people carry. We see in scriptures, the plan of God, the agenda of God, it's, you know, a church or a people or a ministry or a fellowship or a gathering it can begin as a hospital but it is an error if it ends as a hospital so that's why i said shofar so you can start as what a hospital so s is to start as what a hospital h is for hospital now the way a hospital runs is to provide help provide healing provide support provide emergency services somebody is afflicted by devils they run into the fellowship they run into the gathering they stumble upon fire for today they stumble upon rafael agadama and then they get their miracle and then they get their healing and then they get their salvation and then they get their deliverance that is a hospital but many people want to leave the church to leave that fellowship to keep seeing that ministry as a hospital That's where the problem lies. You can't keep seeing your man of God as that doctor in the accident and emergency world. Because it may take another two years. You may not have a need to report in that place. You can't keep seeing the church as a hospital. When you got there, it was hospital. Yes, for your sake. But then you must transcend from that hospital and enter into what? Family. So when people come to Jesus, they come to church, they come to a ministry, they come to a fellowship, they get blessed, they get healed, they get delivered. Some even tell, oh, God's power came upon me. Some of them begin to hear God's voice. Some of them fall into trances. God's power hits them in the meeting They say, oh, what a powerful meeting. But that's hospital. You're not supposed to stop there. What's the next step? It is then to transcend and move further into the family. When you come into the family, that's when you begin to see that, ah, these guys don't just, they're not just, God is not just healing my wounds. He's giving me relationship. He's giving me support. He's giving me encouragement. Because there are times in the journey where you would feel like quitting. That is when you need family that will stand by you, that will speak words of life over you. You say, confess your faults one to another. When you don't have family, who will you confess to? Because there are some things you may not even want to, you may feel like, oh, it's not necessary for my doctor to know. But your brother can know, your sister can know. So you transcend from a hospital, that's how a church, a ministry, a fellowship is supposed to be. It's supposed to transcend from being a hospital into a family. But if it stops at a family, that's not good enough. Because discipleship begins, okay, you've moved from, hospital you are now saved you are now supposed to be a multiplier so in the family there's multiplication you can begin to share your story you can begin to find like you find like minds both in places of service in church maybe okay oh you're in the media department okay you're in the uh ushering department you're in one department or the other you begin to get a family oh there's a home sale here there's a home sale there and then You see, family brings about identification. You cannot identify who you really are, where you belong, and how best you can serve God in that family, where you came into, that at first received you, and you saw it as a hospital. But then if you stop at being a family, that's not the ultimate plan of God. The next agenda is that you become an army. That's Shofar. You start as a hospital graduate into a family and then become an army. That is how God's ultimate plan upon the earth is bettered. That is how God's ultimate agenda reaches completion. It is by moving from hospital to family and then becoming what? An army. Let's look at what scripture says. The Bible says in the book of, oh thank you Holy Spirit, Ezekiel ezekiel chapter 37 and i'll begin to read from verse 9 it says you you know that story we're conversant with that story god had taken ezekiel to the valley of dry bones there were many dry bones and they were very dry and then god had told ezekiel can these dry bones leave ezekiel said lord you know it and he said speak so the first state of those bones was the state of dryness which is the first stage, which is the stage of what? Of sickness, which is Nijini Hospital. Then when Ezekiel spoke, let's look at verse 9. It says, Then he said to me, Prophesy to the breath. Prophesy, son of man, and say to it, This is what the Sovereign Lord says. Come, breath. Come, breath from the four winds of the oh thank you Holy Spirit, from the four winds and breathed into the slain and they may leave. So I prophesied as he commanded me and breath entered them and they came to life. Hospital. They came to life. Hospital. They stood up on their feet. The Bible said in King James Version says that bone came to his bone they joined together sinews came upon them that's the family stage because bone began to locate his bone the bone for the leg looked for the thigh the fingers looked for the wrist the wrist looked for that of the arm the arm looked for where the shoulder was that was the connection they were very dry they needed a hospital they needed healing once ezekiel spoke god's power came upon them but they didn't stop there because god's ultimate agenda cannot be completed if the bones just came alive no the next step was they had to become a family you see this thing we're talking about family child of god that is where that is what the church the second stage of the church is the family stage many people want to go into an army many churches want to go into an army when they've not become a family yet if we've not been able to stand by ourselves hold our hands help each other when we are down see our needs and meet them in prayer show love to each other who are in the household of faith we cannot become an army that we go out there and raid the land for jesus And put out the banner and the flag on the hill and say, Jesus rules here. Because once the family has a problem, then there will be a problem with what? With going out there. There will be a problem with launching into the deep. So, from hospital to family, then family to army. So, you see that when the breath of God came upon the dry bones, they came alive. But it didn't stop there. Bones to bones, flesh to flesh, bone to bone. You see, each bone to his bones. Sinews came upon them, flesh came upon them. Then, the last stage, the Bible says, and they became an exceeding great army. Can you see? That's the ultimate agenda of Jesus. So, when we're talking about discipleship, we are talking about starting or coming as you are, but you can't just remain as you are. You must now engraft yourself into a family. Family gives you identification. Gives you a sense of belonging. Gives you a sense of ownership. You just feel like, this is my thing. This is us. We stand together. We do this together. We love together. We win together. When one is down, everyone is down. When one is sad, everyone is sad. When there's problem here everybody looks for how to fix it that is family and sadly it is lacking in many places many places who want to even boast that they are an army that's why (laughs) so listen this is God's plan that you move from the hospital you'd get yourself into the family once you get into the family you become a vast army God wants to use you. God wants to use everyone. But we must understand that discipleship is necessary. So don't come to me every time. Oh man of God, I had this dream. Oh man of God, this is what happened. And the next time you come again, is four months. Why we create the forum? Why Fire for Today is on? Why all of these modalities are in place is to disciple men so that they can replicate results. You can have a sense of family why we reach out to you on your birthday why i personally call you or send you a message why i do all the things i do is to give you that sense of belonging that this is a family beyond just a place where your problem got solved or you got prophecy or i prayed for you or you saw a vision or something happened spectacular that day when you connected either online or you came on a physical meeting or camp meeting or whichever way But it doesn't stop there. All the things we do is to make you feel loved. Because you are loved. And so you come into the family. When you come into the family, that sense of belonging, that sense of of identification, you now know who you are in Christ Jesus. You now understand that, oh, I'm not alone. No matter what's going on, somebody's praying for me. Somebody loves me. Somebody cares for me. And then empowerment comes. It's easy for us to go out as a family and win because everybody is looking out for the other. Everybody's got everybody's back. That's God's agenda. And I hope that this has blessed you. Don't stay in that accident and emergency world. You're already healed. Why are you there? Stand up from there. Come into the family. Because in the family, you now know that, oh, I should be in the media team. Oh, I can do this. Oh, I can join Monday Inspiration. Oh, I can uh, be a, a, a graphics designer. I can contribute my own quarter. That is what family is all about. He's not just man of God who is up there. I can access him. I can ask my questions. I can bring my observations. I can bring my suggestions. That's family. And then from there, We see a city, we see a school, we see a university, we see a place that needs the touch of God. How we go there? Because we have now become an army. There's no army without a family. And a family cannot be made if people are sick. They first need to get healed, move into a family, and then become an army. I'm praying for you right now in the name of Jesus. I don't know why God wants me to do this teaching, but as I pray for you now, receive grace to transcend your current reality. Receive grace to move beyond where you are right now. Receive grace. Gain furtherance in the realm of the Spirit, in the name of Jesus. Whoever is sick in the body, sick in the mind, sick in the soul, sick in finances, sick emotionally, be healed in the name of Jesus. Whoever is struggling to find acceptance, struggling to fit into a family in the name of Jesus, receive settlement and receive grace to become that mighty battle axe of God in his army. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. God bless you. My name is Raphael Agadama and I am nothing without the Holy Spirit. Remember, do not be afraid. Only just believe.
0: You've been listening to the Apostle Raphael Agadama and Fire for Today. We believe that something good has indeed happened to you. For inquiries, please contact us on 234 813 543 6165 or send us an email at 54today at yahoo.com. Fire for Today. Provoking Spontaneous Spiritual Revival